0: Hey, I'm Sheena, former miserable corporate attorney turned full-time calligrapher and creative entrepreneur. I used to feel like I was living my life for other people, and now I am more true to myself than ever. And each week, I'm sharing a short but powerful lesson that I've learned on that journey. So if you're looking for a way to get more creativity and possibility into your life, you're so in the right place. Let's dive right in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Remix series here at The Sheena Show, a series of the best, juiciest clips from past episodes that really help you to go after the thing you want and do the damn thing. So last Remix was all about how to identify what's stopping me, what's holding me back. So now that you have that, this Remix, number two, is all about, okay, how do I get over that stuff. Now that I've started to identify it, what can I do today right now to help me get over all those fears and doubts and objections? So I am going to play for you two clips from past Sheena shows. And the focus here is how do I start to quiet and get over that constant self-criticism in my head, that constant Telling me that I can't do it so that I can feel a little bit more happy and free to be myself and go after things. Okay. So that's, that's clip number one. Clip number two is a head on answer to that classic objection, but I don't know how. I know I want something and it's over there and I have no idea how to get there. How am I supposed to do this? So clip number two gives you the response to that. So thank you again so much for tuning into the Sheena show. Here in the last month of 2021, as you, as we get into this, you know, crazy holiday season, I hope you're well. I hope this brings a little bit of brightness and and actionable tips to your day and mostly the sense that like, hey, maybe there's a lot that's possible out there. All right. So enjoy the clicks. Do you think it's possible to find more joy in your life? And I want you to answer that question for yourself, because I remember when I first signed up for this course thinking, "Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not convinced. I think that people kind of have a a certain set point of happiness. And you know, I've always been just kind of a pessimistic person who's anxious and looks for all the things that could go wrong. And I just kind of don't see how I can change that after nearly thirty years of life. But throughout that course, I kind of opened up to the idea that, okay, Maybe the people who are happier in life, maybe they're not magical unicorns. Maybe they're not just lucky. Maybe they didn't work born with something, you know, that got them that way. Maybe it's something that I can actually work on and develop in myself. So that was a huge thing for me in 2011. All this was happening two, three years before I actually finally got to a point where I could quit law. And here's what I'm telling you. I don't know that I would have gotten to the point of quitting if I hadn't made those initial steps. If I hadn't started to do the work of realizing, Oh, my happiness is more under my control than I think. You have to think that there's something under your control, right? If you're going to make changes in your life and, and hope for more, more happiness. So those little things that I started doing early on, they weren't super drastic. It was reading a book. It was meditating a little bit. It was thinking to myself, wow, maybe I can be a bit happier as a person. What would that be like? That might be kind of amazing. So here's where I want to give you, you know, that was 2010. In 2010, I started that journey and I've just been on this continuing journey of personal development, working with a life coach, really examining the beliefs that I've had my entire life about how hard life is, how I have to work so much just to be worthy of being here, how I am not enough just as I am. Still a work in progress. But if I could go back until 2010, Sheena, Hey, do these three things. And I'm telling you, you will be just significantly happier with these three things, here's what they would be. Number one is to start to notice that critical negative voice inside of you. Just start to notice it. That's the first and the most important step to starting to diminish that voice and working around that voice is just to notice it. Because if you don't know it's there, Then it's sneakily invading your entire life, right? And you have no idea what to do about it. So just start to notice it. And here's an exercise that you can do for like a day or maybe a day is too long. Maybe it's just half a day. Really just kind of notice when is that critical voice creeping in and just kind of make a tick mark on a piece of paper every time you notice it. You're probably going to be shocked by the end of that exercise how many hundreds of times that critical voice intrudes into your thoughts. And it's, you know, everything from, ah, I shouldn't have had that third piece of bacon to, oh, you could have done that better. Or if you were a little bit faster, then that wouldn't have happened. Or, oh my God, things are going well now, but they could change at any moment. Any of that kind of critical, that negative voice People refer to it as many different things and, you know, you can name it if that helps you and that feels kind of like it might be a significant step for you to really name it and like have a character in your head for like that critical voice. Um, I've heard it called the judge, the destroyer, mom, you know, uh, whatever is personal to you. But the really first critical important step was to just identify that voice. And I remember when I started to realize holy shit, I am really mean to myself. <laughs> like, I cannot do a single thing without being hypercritical of how I could have done it better. Why? I mean, that was probably lazy and unworthy. It's stupid to have done that. Just a constant assault, a constant barrage. And once you recognize it, you're like, wow, no wonder I struggle with stuff in life. I mean, This is going on all the time in my head. All right. So that's step one. Okay. Just recognizing and starting to really take note of when that voice intrudes. Step two. This might be a little bit counterintuitive, but step two is to start to, when that voice comes up, your instinct might be to like beat it back, right? Oh, go away. I don't want you here. No, you're not needed. You don't want to do that. What you want to do instead is acknowledge and thank that voice. I know it sounds a little counterintuitive, but here's the background. That voice, the thing you want to recognize is that voice is totally trying to do its best for you. That voice is probably something you developed, I don't know, as a kid or early on in your life to help you survive, to help you, I don't know, get your parents' praise or do well in school or fit in with the rest of the crowd so you don't get picked on, you know, any number of things. When you're young and you're a child and it's a matter of survival, you pick up these things and, you know, that voice is just a part of your brain, right? And your brain is just trying to help. It's just not doing a very good job. So it's doing the one thing that it thinks will help, which is point out all the negative, point out when you've done wrong be critical so that, you know, it thinks that you can fix it. So it thinks that you can do better. So it thinks that you can avoid danger. So it's just this, sometimes I think of it as like a monkey voice or a reptile voice, some scared creature in there that's just trying really hard desperately to keep you safe and not realizing that that constant criticism is actually kind of backfire. So that second step is not to try and push the voice away or call it a bitch or tell it to go away, but just to say like, okay, thank you. I see what you're trying to do. Don't really need you right now at this very moment, but thank you. I see you. You're, you're helping. You're trying to help. And actually, it brings just kind of a another level of a compassionate level towards yourself because really that voice is part of you, right? It's not the enemy. It's just part of you trying its best and not really realizing that it's doing a lot of harm. So compassion and thanking that voice is number two. Here's my practical tip number three. Once you've recognized that voice and you start to thank that voice, then you want to start to change that voice, right? Not listen to it so much. And there's so many great ways to do that, but the one thing that came out of Awakening Joy, which is that course and that book that I did, that really stuck with me to this very day, 10 years, and I still use it. It's just switching in your brain whenever you hear yourself saying, oh, I have to do something, just trying to switch it from I have to to I get to. It seems so simple, and it's so powerful. It can be any little, I have to go to the gym, and then think about, I get to go to the gym. Do you notice how different that second sentence, how different it feels? It's immediately invokes gratitude. Oh my God, I get to go to the gym because I can afford it. I can drive there. I can move my body. I can use my brain to think about the best exercises to do. There's so many things suddenly that turn that I have to into just a quick moment of gratitude for the things that you get to do in your life. And I know it can sound really simple and silly, but I encourage you to just try it, you know. Take a day or a half day to notice that negative voice in your head, start to thank it, and then maybe take a day and just try this exercise of I have to turns into I get to. And you'd be really surprised how much of an impact that can make. I bet at this point you're asking, all right, Sheena, I get what you're, I get what you're saying. I, 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 I can see how just following one specific trail and being really hyper focused on the how that might not work out. What do I do instead? Here's where the lighthouse comes in. And this is something that my own life coach, my life and business coach, who I've been working with for over six years now. This is something that she told me and that has really stuck with me and has really helped me to get to where I am today. She said, look, it's not about knowing the exact how, the exact steps to get there. All you need is a lighthouse. The lighthouse is an idea of where you want to go. It doesn't even have to be an exact picture of where you want to go, right? Because it's in the distance. It's a light. It might be kind of hazy, but You can see it, but it points you generally where you want to go so that You can start working your way towards it. And if you get off, if there's a boulder in your path, you can go around the boulder and still kind of head towards the lighthouse. If there's a ravine and you end up jumping down it or you can't jump down it, you might be able to find an alternative path because you're going towards the lighthouse. If you get off track and you get lost, you can still backtrack and still head towards the lighthouse. The idea here is that you have an idea of where you're going and you figure out the steps and the how along the way. And there's definitely a bit of trust here that those steps will be revealed to you as you come to them. I know it sounds like a bit of a leap of faith, but it's absolutely what happened to me and it's what happened to every single entrepreneur and creative that I've talked to. They didn't know exactly where they were going and how they were going to get there, but they took one step at a time, all the while keeping their eye on the lighthouse and things kind of came, ways appeared, right? Things that brought them closer and closer to the lighthouse, things that they wouldn't even have known to look for or think about revealed themselves. And that's exactly what happened to me. Let me give you a concrete example just from my own experience. When I first started my calligraphy business, I had no idea what I was doing. I did not know how I was going to make enough money to support myself. I had no idea if that was even possible. But instead of getting mired in, you know, the exact path and staying stuck, my life coach encouraged me, okay, set a lighthouse for yourself. And that lighthouse was just making enough money per month so that I could live. Just covering my basic expenses. That was the lighthouse for me. It was how can I get to a place where I'm making enough money that I can just cover my basic expenses? That was it. You'll notice it's not like a super detailed plan, right? It's not a sell a line of products that, you know, has a certain number of SKUs and sells a certain amount at this profit margin. It's not a business plan, right? It's just an idea. But here's what it did. It guided me as I started to make my way through business. So when I was selling greeting cards, I was able to look at like the profit margins and what it was bringing in and go, okay, is this getting me closer to my lighthouse of just consistent, this amount of consistent income per month? Okay, not quite. I got to do something else to supplement. Okay, so I tried selling mugs. But then, you know, I looked on the profit margin there and how much was selling. And I decided, okay, that's not really getting me there. So I'm going to pivot, still heading towards my lighthouse. What if I teach calligraphy? Okay, that's actually bringing in a little bit more steady, consistent income, definitely getting closer. And then, you know, just happened to find out about online courses because someone asked me to be a part of their online course. Notice Online courses, I had no idea online courses existed when I first started out my calligraphy business in 2016. So I couldn't have come up with that plan. If I had wanted to, I couldn't have come up with it, right? I didn't know the how. It hadn't revealed itself to me yet. But as I was making my way towards my lighthouse, that did come up. and I thought, okay, an online course where I can sell You know, I'm not limited by like my own time. I can sell as many seats as I can sell. And maybe that will bring me enough to give me a consistent monthly income. So I headed towards the online course. All I needed to really to kind of focus me and help me make my decisions and make my way through this jungle was a lighthouse. I didn't have an exact roadmap. Nobody told me the exact how. I got some along the way for sure, right? There were examples that I saw. Oh, you could do it this way. You could do it this way. I joined some programs that told me, okay, here's the exact way to get from here to here, right? So there's definitely some how that you need, how (laughs) that you need to know along the way. And that would be very helpful to learn, but it's not the most important thing. The lighthouse is the most important thing. So what I want you to get out of this is if you are looking to make a change in your life or go for something or start to build something, it's okay if you don't have the exact how. If you don't know the exact way that you're going to get there, even though it's really uncomfortable for your brain because it wants to be sure, it wants certainty, it wants 100% guarantee, you're not going to get it. But what you can do is set yourself a lighthouse. Your lighthouse could be, I just want a creative passion that I can do like one day out of the week on the weekend. I want a creative passion for my Saturday where I jump out of bed. Saturday is my creative day and I just want that. That could be a lighthouse or a lighthouse could be, I want just a side hustle that brings in enough to cover just like art supplies and fun courses that, you know, I can take for creativity. That could be a lighthouse or a lighthouse could be, I want to become a full-time calligrapher And I'm going to set my sights on that. I need to make a certain amount each month. That's my lighthouse. Whatever your lighthouse is, I hope you see that you can set it and then just trust me (laughs) as someone who has done it before. Once you start taking steps towards it and that is led by, you know, your curiosity. Okay, what appeals to you? What do you see maybe some other people doing, right? Right. There's many, many things that can lead you step-by-step along the way, but you just take those steps one at a time. Stuff comes up that you never even realized was possible. You start discovering new ways to get closer and closer to your lighthouse, and you can totally get to an amazing place that way. You don't need the exact how. Stop believing your brain (laughs) that you need that before you can start taking steps get yourself a lighthouse instead. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed those clips. I wanted to leave you with two questions because the whole point of the series is really to get you to start questioning and thinking um, and moving towards a plan of action. So question number one is, I shared with you three practical tips, right? On how to get more happiness. What's one of them that you're gonna do? You're gonna try it today, just one. And question number two is about your lighthouse. What could that lighthouse be? And you don't even have to think of a concrete answer. You're not deciding. You're just letting yourself swim in the possibilities of what your lighthouse might be. You'd be surprised at how far that can take you. Okay, so thank you again for listening into the remixes. I will see you next week for remix number three. That's how to actually take the leap into starting a creative business if that is what you want. So can't wait for that. All right, stay on the crooked creative path. Keep thinking, keep seeing the possibility. I will see you guys next week. Hey, if you're interested in learning calligraphy and you wanna do it for free, I have a calligraphy workshop that I created just for you. I know how frustrating it is to buy the wrong tools, to not know how to use them for everything coming out of your pen to look like nonsense. That's why I created this training. It's about an hour long. It shows you exactly what tools to buy, how to prep those tools, how to get started right, and how to continue practicing so that you actually get good at calligraphy. And bonus, it will tell you a little bit more about how to continue working with me if you want to learn calligraphy from me. So, that's at freecalligraphyworkshop.com, all one word, freecalligraphyworkshop.com. Hope to see you inside. Oh, you're still here. That's awesome. That means that you like the show, right? Thank you for listening to the end, and I want to ask you a really quick favor. Could you take 2 seconds right now, literally right now? to just leave a rating on this podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, write a one sentence review. It really helps more people like you to find this show. You are awesome. I'll see you next time.